0: You know, and you probably hear this, too. It's like, you know, if you were like, you know, people are like, oh, you're a vegan. The first thing they ask, what's the first thing they ask? What do you do for protein? Right. It's first thing that it's like, I don't do protein.
1: As a vegan, do you ever feel like you're living in a parallel universe, aware of things that many others don't even seem to notice, let alone acknowledge? I'm Chrissy Benson, host of the Vegan Posse Podcast. We talk with vegans from around the globe who, like you, are living lives of integrity and compassion with an eye toward justice. Through their personal stories, you'll come to see that you're not an outlier. In fact, you're part of an entire posse of individuals who aren't just keeping the peace, they're creating it through their food. Food choices, and beyond. You won't be saddling up, but you're in for the ride of your life. Welcome to the Vegan Posse. Hey, Posse. It's your host, Christy Benson. If you love being part of the Vegan Posse, please take a moment to like this podcast, subscribe, and share it with your friends. And if you've got a guest suggestion for the show or would like to be a guest yourself, let me know. You can reach me through my website, ChristineMelanieBenson.com, where you can also check out my novel, Marrying Myself, known as the Vegan Anti Romance Romance, featured in Veg News Magazine and on Chef AJ Live. So, we've had a number of amazing vegan musicians on the show, and today we've got another one. Professional guitarist Sean Kenner is a recent arrival to Nashville by way of New Orleans. And yes, you can be a vegan in New Orleans. Sean's been a professional guitarist for over three decades and a vegan for over 10 years. I loved hearing his thoughts on energy, the vegan vibe, and his love affair with apple cider vinegar. Be ready to go deep. Sean, welcome to The Vegan Posse. Are you ready for the ride of your life? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Great. Yeah um so you're pretty new to nashville what what brought you here
0: um nashville has been on my mind for a couple years being a guitarist and a composer and um i relocated from new orleans and um it's just the beginning of this year kind of getting too bummed out, but there's a lot of things going on that aren't so appealing down in New Orleans going on after the hurricane and just it never bounced back and insurance and just A, a to Z. So finally I was like, all right, we're heading to Nashville. yeah, so
1: interesting. yeah um are yeah. you are you from New Orleans?
0: I was there for nine years. um I've been all over the map being a musician. I was in New York City before that. And originally I'm from California. I grew up in uh, the Huntington Beach, Orange County beaches of Southern California.
1: Oh, yeah. so you're a California kid. Okay. I'm a,
0: Cal- I'm a Cali kid, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah. when were you in New York City?
0: I was in New York City from uh, 2007, like Labor Day of 2007 through uh, the very beginning of 2014. I actually headed down to New Orleans on New Year's Eve right before uh the day before the 2014 yeah so wow wow okay
1: so I overlapped with you in New York because I was there from 2010 to 2017
0: okay there you go yeah 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 I started I started in Williamsburg
1: that's where my brother lived for a long time
0: yeah I was there and then I ended up over in um Hamilton Heights kind of West Harlem yeah Uh so I did it first three years in the Brooklyn and the following three years on the West side. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big yeah. change from Williamsburg to um, upper West.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So let's, let's take it back. So what grown up in California, what was life like for you there? And, you know, did you ever think about food and what you were putting in your body?
0: Um, well, I, you know, I mean, it was great growing up there. I kind of, you know, we grew up around the ocean, so everything was based around water and ocean and sunsets and, you know, and also, uh, you know, pretty, um, very musical kind of place to be around and, you know, kind of, a uh, just a lot of natural beauty around you at all times, you know, with, you know, and Not really. I mean, growing up, like, you know, of course, it was it was definitely seafood heavy, you know, which was good, you know, growing up. And uh, my parents were both good cooks and, you know, preparing stuff. But it wasn't it didn't really influence me that much then. You know, of course, there was a lot of Mexican food there, a lot of Hispanic food, just fresh food. I think in general was part Uh of the benefit and great Mm -hmm. produce, great fruit great produce it's still when you go back to california you're just like oh my god look at this amazing produce you know so yeah felt very lucky to be there on that but it was great growing up there yeah for sure you know um pretty wild place for sure but i think it was everywhere it was pretty wild back in the day
1: yeah. <laughs> right right yeah. mm-hmm. or maybe you were wild <laughs> maybe that was the It
0: was wild you know like, yeah it was it was a wild place. Yeah. You're near Hollywood. You're near just a lot of wild stuff going on, you know, but it was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And have you,
1: have you always been interested in music?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I started playing, I'm 55 and I started playing in clubs when I was 15.
1: 15. Really?
0: Yeah. 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 Wow.
1: How did that happen?
0: Uh, punk rock. Early eighties punk rock. Yeah. So I just uh started putting together bands, always loved music. And it was just like, you know, uh everyone was putting bands together. we the to start it was kind of fun to think about now, but it just naturally started uh putting on shows and put bands together. And it was such a huge scene back then of thousands of kids that were had bands and following shows. So it's kind of you know, mm-hmm. just kind of happened naturally, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And wow, then from but there, you weren't
1: even you weren't even old enough though to legally go to be able to go to clubs. I wouldn't think. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Yeah, and <laughs> um and then around the same time, you know, I got a. I guess when I was sixteen, I got a classical guitar, and I was already hearing um a lot of uh jazz and world music and classical and flamenco and that. And that's something I still do a lot to this day. So kind of had both kind of had split personality I kind of musically you know Uh
1: yeah yeah Yeah. that sounds like a really wide spectrum from punk rock to world music
0: yeah I feel that the energy of the punk rock and the velocity of how fast the music goes I found to be very appealing and I found consistent with both world music flamenco bebop jazz a lot of energy a lot of intricacy you know stuff like that yeah so yeah that's kind of how it all (laughs) yeah Yeah. um
1: so uh, yeah go ahead
0: yeah i was gonna say um yeah and then you know you know it was yeah we had a couple of brushes with greatness you know with the band different bands were very successful when i was young and then um But then when I got out of high school, I was getting more into jazz music, flamenco, this and composing and kind of just been doing it ever since. Yeah. So
1: nice. Nice. What what were the brushes with greatness and any regrets or, you know, just. just, uh,
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think ultimately if that band I was in one of the bands I was in in high school, like very well like if we were to have stuck together we probably would have been a very huge famous band but no regrets at all you know Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. work with the universe if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know but through my through my career I have even with playing jazz and different music I have had many great I've played with a lot of wonderful people and there's definitely been moments where I've been like sitting there and like you know and one of my heroes is sitting right over there three chairs over hearing me play you know stuff like that so yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah who who are some of your musical heroes
0: oh gosh there's so many but you know um wayne shorter one of the great sax players that play with miles davis and weather report you know um You know, la Dicea, flamenco guitarists. There's so many, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a big question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of everyone in a way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. So when you moved, so you ended up in New York at a certain point. Were you Uh already were you vegan at that point, or when was it that you made the vegan leap?
0: um i when i got to new york i in 08 i really started doing a lot of um green smoothies i've never been i've never been a fan of dairy so it's interesting like like dairy is i've never really been crazy about dairy and around 2008 i started getting really into doing like tons of kale and then i had one of those mega blenders which i still have and breaking the kale down into just Chlorophyll, then adding fruit and frozen fruit and stuff. So I really got into that. And it and also drinking out Bragg's apple cider vinegar, which I do every day.
1: Oh, really? What does that do?
0: That is incredible. Um, that uh the organic apple cider vinegar and water every day, it actually uh it reinitializes your metabolism, it kind of from our Western diet, our metabolisms are kind of shot in a way, and what it does is it 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 naturally uh, it's like it it creates a lot of alkalinity in your body. It naturally um, lowers your blood pressure. It does it does so many things. It's like I anyone that I've turned or introduced into doing um, apple cider vinegar, they get hooked on it. And it naturally just sheds away. It's great for your skin. There's just so many things about it. Yeah. So I started doing that, but I didn't really get fully like, like very strict. Um, I've kind of always have been more fruit based. Actually, I do a lot. You know, I think been like a fruititarian in a way, but then probably, um, Let's see, probably around 2015, 2016 was when it was like pretty much like from then on out, you know, being more strict about the vegan thing. Yeah. And what
1: was it? What was it that, you know, kind of put you over the edge into fully vegan?
0: Um, I think all along what it was is. I always felt all the way, even up to then that. Like animal protein is like an enslavement to our energy in other words it's like hey let's go let's go on a bike ride chrissy and it's like oh well let me eat this ham sandwich first it always felt all along i always was trying to find a way to not have to rely on having to eat this source of protein to go around my day it felt like if i feel like people are bound to that so much you know like you're with a friend they're like oh yeah I need to eat some food, you know, like, and so I've trained myself, you know, back through the many years. And then finally, I just got to be and I think it's a slow conversion, you know, to do it right. But I finally got to where it was like, you know, and doing the apple cider vinegar, which is incredible, because that clears out your metabolism, it just flushes you out. And more and more, it just got to where I just, you know, like, was so glad to not have to rely on you know I've never really been into meat like steak or anything like that would do chicken but finally just got to where it's like you know like I committed to like you know what I'm I'm just gonna run off run off of nothing basically you know and it's now fast forward all these years later it's pretty amazing because um you know I I can eat like five or six bananas water, And go on a bike ride and I can run all the way till four o'clock just on that. You know, my metabolism is so that was kind of the goal. So it's really that it's just like, you know, and and I yeah. And then also all the consciousness stuff, you know, of course, you know, you know, it's like love, you know, raising your vibration frequency, you know, being in alignment with, you know, there's 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 no truth in eating something that's been killed period there's just no it ain't it any ain't, there's no win for nothing you know and uh, you know and maybe you found too is like energetically is you know like you know when you eat and when you eat something it has a it has a vibrational it has a signature imprint in it and if you're if you're eating something that's very cloudy and dark and had a lot of trauma you're going to feel that as well and i've always been very sensitive like that so kind of all those things came together, but you know, it's so yeah, it's definitely on the consciousness level. It's like you know the the responsibility of the earth, you know, the love of animals, and and in more and more of doing it. It's just really like you know, it's just got. It was just lovely to be at a point finally where you know, not having to like eat something that what we were taught was supposed to be proper you know, and you probably hear this too. It's like, you know, if you were like, you know, people are like, Oh, you're a vegan. The first thing they ask, what's the first thing they ask? What do you do for protein? Right. It's first thing that it's like, I don't do protein. Like, right, right, right. right? Like I, I do, but that's not, you know, and that was, you know, so deprogramming, you know, reprogramming and deprogramming that stigma of like, Oh, you got to have all this protein to run the days. So that was the enslavement thing that I felt, I want, I, it was great to let go. Yeah. Man. And, uh, yeah, you know, and then as in doing it, you know, and I was already mainly, you know, since 08 doing just tons of green smoothies and tons of greens and, you know, uh, you know, lots of beans and rice, of course being in New York city, a lot of plantains, there's a lot of Spanish or Dominican food everywhere. So, um, but as in doing it and, You know, like, I think now the final frontier is that just, there's so much, you know, like so much joy, like, you know, the, the happiness and the lightness. And I've had other friends, maybe even during COVID, I've had other friends that I think when, you know, COVID happened, people, more people started um, cooking at home more. And I've had a handful of friends, I would say, which is good, maybe 10 friends or so that were like, you know, like they went, they turned, they, they went into like this, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do vegan for a while. And then I'd run into them after COVID, maybe not seeing them for six months or a year. And they were like, yeah, like I was just going to do it for a while, but I feel so happy. I just keep doing it.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: And wow. That's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few, like 10, maybe, you know, what? 10 friends yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah for
0: sure oh my gosh i got a big circle because i'm a musician but yeah quite a few were like yeah you know like like yeah i you know kind of everyone's like yeah because you know i think when you're at home also you know if you're like throughout and about you know musicians running to gig to gig and recording but all of a sudden you're at home you're like god do i really want to stink up my house with this meat you know or this and and you know, and so yeah, I think it is that there's a happiness and a joy. And just you get, you know, and you get much more through all this transition since oh eight, I just, you know, I've always have, but I just really became really more sensitive to the to the to what the the what the food is speaking to me, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you eat, you know. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where it's been going. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's really fascinating. And I definitely mm-hmm. don't know 10 people who just spontaneously went vegan on their own during COVID. <laughs> I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing to mm-hmm. me, but that's, mm-hmm. that's incredible. So what do you think it was that prompted you to even start asking these questions about food and nutrition and, you know, just some of the common wisdom about protein and animal flesh?
0: Um, I think it was, yeah, it was what started questioning it was, um, first off, just how, you know, it gets back to being like, yeah, like, hey, let's, let's head out for the day, let's go do stuff. And, And I'm like, man, like, I don't feel I don't like the idea of having to put all this protein in me and animal protein and to go run my day that was really it. i felt i think a lot of people even to this day a lot of our friends and family everyone's like oh i need to go to subway and get this big old ah, you know with all this meat in it to run the day and more and more that became so unattractive to me and then you know and then also you know we're not in the last 15 years like we don't even know what we're eating when it comes to that stuff you know what i mean there's so much bacteria and just all that stuff that's you know all the stuff the hormones and pez, whatever they put in there you know mm-hmm. um so that I've always been aware of and so really it was just yeah there was just that point where I was just like you know I'm over it and I used to be like that when I was young too actually thinking about now like when I was 18 19 I used to be I used to work for like a moving company and really hot out you know it's kind of between like getting you know it was probably when I was around early twenties, I started, I was gigging a lot, but it was really, you know, I had to make money in the meantime, like even then I would pretty much go a whole day and I would have like a huge, one of those thermos, gallon thermoses with water in it. And I would go pretty much the whole day, even moving furniture, just drinking water. So I've always kind of been into fasting Mm. without even being, Mm. being like, like as like, Oh, I'm going to fast, but I've always been much into like just water. I love water. I love drinking water. I love fluids, <laughs> you know, so that has always <laughs> been there. And, and, you know, and, and a friend of mine here, um, he, uh, you know, he says that too. And ironically, he was doing some heavy labor for a while and he was the same way. He's like, yeah, I, and there's actually, uh, in new Orleans, there was a friend of mine who does, um, inspections cause I'm a realtor as well. And he would do plumbing inspections where they run the the camera through the house, check the pipes and all that. He's crawling all around the house. He's doing all this stuff. His name's Brandon. And he was like that, too. He was just like, yeah, like he goes, I don't eat until I get home at night. I just drink water all day, you know, and I think water is really kind of like the catalyst, you know, just having great water, drinking a lot of water and I've always been like that, you know, and still this day, you know. So, um, but so it, I think it just really probably got to be when I got to New Orleans, it was probably by default where I lived. But I, it's the same thing. I started cooking more at home. I, I almost ate everything at home, which I kind of do now here in Nashville. And it's like, no, I can, it's, eh, I ain't going to do that. No, no no animal, you know? So, yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, uh what was it like being vegan in New Orleans or were you, were you vegan at that point living? in? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Big chunk of, of, yeah. Um, it, I mean, just like it is here, it's like, you know, there's actually some great vegan soul food places in New Orleans that are like hot plate. You're like, Oh, I'll have some of that for me. You know, they're crushing. They're just incredible. It's like so there are there are like a few spots and I kind of miss them. I know there's plenty here, but you know, you have your little haunts. Um but overall, I think overall there actually, like it seems to be like a little more accepted there. We're here, interestingly really? enough. Oh yeah, wait.
1: New Orleans more so than yeah.
0: here? Yeah, which is funny because New Orleans is like, you know, everything's deep fried and just health is
1: seafood everywhere right
0: right 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 but overall probably just because of you know i'm kind of you know i'm embedded in a music community there that a lot of creatives like you know um you know where we're here there's you know like you know i'm kind of new here but you know here it's like i've I mean, Lige, but otherwise, I don't know if I've met anyone else here that's vegan to tell you the truth, you know. And I've met quite a few people here already because I go out every night playing um, where, you know, people here are like, you know, I had a friend here a couple months ago. And he's like, hey, did you come over to our house and, you know, we should hang out. Kind of a new guitar friend. And as I'm driving to his house, he's like, hey, my wife's making some steaks, you know, just by default. And I was like, oh, well, I don't, you know. You know, but it's okay. You know, it is. But well, um, I but will this-
1: connect you. And in, in fact, just earlier this week, I interviewed another vegan musician who's in Nashville, and he's part of um, the conscious music community in the, oh, yeah. in the Nashville area. And into yeah. a lot of the stuff that you've already mentioned. So I'll definitely put you in touch yeah. with him and his his circle. Um, there yeah. is there is a community here for sure. sure yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's here. I just, I just haven't, you know, it's like, I've been, you know, seeking it too hard, but yeah. in, retro, in retrospect, like, yeah, New Orleans is just like anywhere, anywhere, you know, like every time, you know, like, you know, being a realtor down there in my brokerage, you know, we'd always have like classes, whether they're continuing education, cause you have to do, you know, X amount of, uh, credits each year for you know your license blah 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 or just they'd have they call lunch and learns and all these things and every time i went go to any of them you know they would like there were things like that we're just kind of in a random social gathering and they have lunch or food there's never nothing there you know i mean yeah you know and that's just but that's okay but we that's part of our discipline right and that's part of our commitment to you know like showing the way you know what i mean and um and there's such a fear in a way that you know people have like oh no like i have to do this like no like i just i love this too much you know or you know and so um but it's definitely uh in retrospect here like and 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 in new orleans but here too like i have had some really great friends and musicians friends being usually my point of contacts here. And quite a few of them, like I've gone to jam sessions or in the summer, do kind of a music barbecue or hang, whatever it is, you know, backyard party, more or less. And most of my newer friends here immediately go, you're vegan, aren't you? Like, they, <laughs> they, and it's not that I'm not like, has nothing to do with food or anything. It's just, it's like, there's a, which I think is nice to uh, have that be part of my energy. It's just the fact that it comes across, you know what I mean? In a, in a spiritual level, I guess, you know what I mean? In a vibratory sense, you know, we're we're permeating this energetic or this thing at all times and the lighter and lighter and, you know, we are just what we are comes across people. People are, you know, so I've had that happen here quite a few times. Even if I've never brought it up with people, they're just like, oh yeah, you're you're vegan, aren't you? Right? So it's <laughs> like, cool, yeah. Well, yeah, actually I am. Mm-hmm.
1: That's funny. That's happened to me a couple of times. A sure. couple of times. Yeah. 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 Um, so when you first went vegan, you know, was there anything tough about it? Or was it just a completely seamless transition? Um
0: I I would say that it, uh, it's, it's a transition. I tell people that too, you know, like, I mean, the, I mean, the dairy part was pretty easy. And of course I had a girlfriend in New York city back at that time around 2010, 2011, she was vegan. So, you know,
1: that Um, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that helped. Um, but I think it was really like, like if I were to show people now, you know, the way, and I would tell, I would encourage people. Cause I think even just looking at it being like vegetarian, you know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh yeah, I try to be vegetarian. All of a sudden they go and buy all these salads and carrots and they're, and, and those veggies are so complex, you know, that it, it's so hard for your body to break that stuff down, that they'd have mass fatigue and bloating and, and they feel terrible. You know what I mean? Um, so for me it it was just like you know i tell people like give yourself like a year give yourself six months of transitioning over but really it's about fruit you know i'm such a you know what fruit is really where it is you know and there's a great um uh, dr robert morse m-o-r-s-e he's an incredible youtuber and he is like a biochemist a doctor a healer a shaman you know such an incredible person and he he's had you know he has these videos on youtube and you'll have a desk and there'll be like this many papers of testimonials he's literally has cured people from terminal cancer to everything just by eating grapes just purely like if you raise your alkaline to the highest level nothing can nothing can stick you know that's Mm -hmm. the thing you know you know, we're either in a state of acidity or alkaline, you know, and fruits has always been the way, you know what I mean? And it's the most natural thing. Um, so I think it was, yeah, there was a little bit of a curve, but I think once I really like figured, just like any of us, once you figured out your little staple of, you know, like, yeah, this, this, my body works well, this, and this is my groove, then then it's been fine. You know what I mean? But um getting rid of dairy and stuff like that I've never I've never been a fan of cheese or milk or any of that I've always done hemp milk or almond milk already so all that was pretty easy never done eggs I've never really liked eggs so the whole dairy thing was like poof it was just getting into you know the groove of of what my staple is for food which is largely a lot of fruit a lot of bananas a lot of frozen fruits that I do in the blender And, uh, you know, the apple cider vinegar every day, which I highly recommend to anyone. That's such an incredible way to reboot your body. And people do Google about it. So what exactly
1: do you do with the apple cider vinegar? How do you use it?
0: Um, I basically get like a pint glass and then I take, say, this is the apple cider vinegar. And I just go plop, plop, basically like two tablespoons and a pint of water and just shoot it down. And that's it and then maybe do like a half a pint chaser and that's it. Just drink it down. Yeah. Like and, first thing
1: in the morning or when, what time? Yeah,
0: yeah. First thing or second thing. Sometimes I'll have coffee first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then I'll shoot it down. I also, uh, sometimes I'll cook with it. Sometimes I'll put it, like if I'm making, um, you know, quinoa, I kind of live off quinoa. So I'll put some of my quinoa, I'll put it in my, if I'm making beans, I'll, but really it's doing it with water. And shooting it down, you know, get it in your body, get it in your system, and it's so great for. And I've had I've had friends that got into it, and my friend Rosa, I got her into apple cider vinegar, and she went down to Belize, and she came back like nine months later, and she's a tall lady, she's like six foot tall, and she came back, and everyone was just like whoa like her skin she just looked like a full transformation you know probably shedded 15 pounds just her glow everything whole new human being
1: did she fast or what was she doing there in Belize?
0: apple cider vinegar she started start drinking it every day religiously Uh and it just transformed everything i've known people that have lost 30 pounds in a year and a half just doing that a lot you mean not changing, changing
1: nothing else but just changing adding? Nothing the... oh fascinating yeah. fascinating Yeah,
0: huh. uh, it's great for your skin it's great for your hair I've used it for so many things I'm huh. a big fan of yeah obviously of apple cider vinegar <laughs> and castor oil castor oil too and, well, and oh
1: okay okay and not where, did for, you not come for across, where did you yeah. learn about the apple cider vinegar? you know, method, <laughs> like, where did you cross right. across that information?
0: Hmm? I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think if I remember like one of my old friends who was a roommate back in, in the nineties, he used to, I just remembered I had a friend that did it and I just started doing it. Like, I think <laughs> part of the reasons I started doing it was, um, I, uh, my my dad my dad had type 2 diabetes and he had high blood pressure you know and all this kind of stuff and i was like i had no problems with anything but i was like i just i just google information and stuff and i'd be like there's gotta be there's gotta be a natural way for everything and in between remember my friend was doing that back in the day my roommate and then i started looking into it and I was like, all right, I'm gonna start doing this. And it was funny because one of my roommates in New York, um, he had a uh, blood pressure machine. It was a grandma's and he's like, and literally this is amazing. And there's so much to this that like, you could do a reading, drink a, a, a drink down some ACB, apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. 15 minutes later, do a reading, and your blood pressure will be down fifteen points wow. in twenty minutes. I swear, yeah. like, like right then and there. And there's so much, yeah. It's kind of you know, even like uh, uh, the Greek uh, was it Hippocrates? The, he's Hippocrates. Kind of the yeah. Hippocrates, yeah. Hippocrates, yeah. He even said, "I can cure any ailment with honey or apple cider vinegar." Period. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. interesting okay yeah
1: okay well you've definitely intrigued me I'm gonna explore that further for sure yeah
0: yeah I just think the skin and like and I had you know down in um New Orleans I started my first about the first six months I was there I got this regular gig and I was playing with um a lot of the you know old old school dudes that are from New Orleans and I turn a handful of them all. They're all like in their early 60s, mid 60s. And I got them all in apple cider vinegar. And they were all hooked. <laughs> they are like, I keep them in my car. Like they were like the energy you get from everything. They're like, yeah, yeah. So that itself. But um, how about you? What's your staple for like, like uh, food and diet? What's your favorites?
1: Yeah. Um, trying to think. I mean, I love... I I follow essentially a whole food plant-based diet. So, you know, healthy vegan. Um, I I can't stand bananas. So I love fruit, but bananas, (laughs) I I can't stand them. So no bananas. Um, I like everything else. I try to do, you know, the the G-bombs as they call them, you know, greens, beans, onions, um, mushrooms, uh, what's the second B stand for? I f- forget what the second B stands for, but um, basically just healthy vegan, whole food, plant based, lots of vegetables, lots of vegetables, lots of whole grains. I love yeah. potatoes, sweet potatoes. I also love popcorn. I eat a lot of popcorn. As anyone who knows me well <laughs> knows, uh, popcorn is like my grain of choice. Yeah, but that's, and then also, I'm a huge fan of the instant pot. I don't know if you have an instant pot. Mm-hmm, but, hot pot. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like a pressure cooker, essentially. Yeah. So yeah you throw a them. bunch of vegetables, some vegetable broth, some quinoa, or I've gotten into different kinds of grains, you know, faro or buckwheat. Yeah. Some sweet potatoes. I love red lentils. Just throw a bunch of stuff in there with a bunch of seasonings. Like I tend to like the curry spices. So lots of garlic, lots of curry, or I sometimes go a different um, spice palette. Uh, Sometimes I'll go more Italian, you know, with the Italian seasonings and the oregano and the thyme and the basil. Um, or I, or I'll go more chili style, like Mexican seasonings. Um, but you just throw a bunch of stuff in the instant pot just make a huge pot of stew or soup. And so so I would say if I have a staple, it it would probably be best summarized by saying super stew. Cause I just love, I love bowls bowls of delicious, warm, warm, mushy food. Yeah, <laughs> I do eat, yeah, I do eat a lot of raw foods. Another staple of mine, which is a little unusual, but I love raw red cabbage. I like it cooked mm-hmm. as well, but I just cut it up um, and eat it. You know, my coworkers at the place where I was working in downtown Nashville, they, you know, they used to joke about my cabbage chips and they, they were just mm-hmm. raw, raw bite-sized pieces of cabbage, but I just love the texture and the color and just the flavor of red cabbage. Like I I love it, you know, and I don't even know how, how I started eating that or where, you know, got Uh into that habit. But It's kind of funny how, you know, you just develop some, some habits over time and you're like, I don't know where I stumbled onto this. And then I make, I make some interesting recipes. Like I make these baked cocoa tofu sort of bite-sized kind of brownies. She's they're sort of a cross between brownies and cheesecake. Um, and those are really yummy and really healthy. There's nothing bad in them. Um yeah. so yeah, yeah, I've I have some interesting concoctions, but yeah, wow. the soups, the soups and stews are my favorite. And it was only a couple of years ago that I got the instant pot. Um yeah. so, that's been a game changer. I love it. I just I'm big on texture and the instant mm. pot, the way it cooks things, it just makes them taste really, really good. Even though you can cook them other ways, the instant pot really just like brings them to life and creates this lovely. Yeah. Taste.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got. Yeah, I've had my instant pot probably. I've had it about six years now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah and so I you know, you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I used to cook a lot of soups before getting the instant pot. And so I kind of thought, well, why do I really need the instant pot? You know, it's not really going to change things so much, but I have come to just love it. You know, it's just yeah you just put like, a bunch of stuff in there and close the lid and an hour later, you know, it's like magic. Suddenly you've got a yeah. delicious thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it too. Cause I like, I like, uh, I like cooking a beet. big old, put a big old red beet in there.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You put it in there whole, like without chopping yep. it up.
0: Yeah. yeah. It will not, you can, it's, it, it, I think I put the timer on around 17 minutes. So it's about, it's about 25 minute process, uh-huh. but, but boom, you can put a knife right through it, you know? And yeah. I'm, I also like, um, kind of a new, more I go in phases. I really like, um, they call it the forbidden rice or the purple and the black rice.
1: I don't think I've tried that. Where do you get oh, it?
0: Um, whole foods, you know, Okay it is incredible right it was called forbidden rice because i guess back in the day it was like it was it's such powerful protein rice and it literally it's black and purple um it's not like brown rice where it's real narrow it's a real it's it, it's more fluffy kind of like a sushi rice in a way but it has incredible um protein and probably the uh um the enzymes that make it purple or super It's like blueberries in a way, you know, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. it's
0: powerful rice. It's such powerful rice. I make that a lot too. Okay. I'm really, going to
1: try that.
0: <laughs> it is rad. It is such, such good, good, good rice. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, quinoa, forbidden rice. Tons I also of fruit. love the
1: purple potatoes. Have you had those?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, (laughs) of course.
1: I've had a hard time finding them because I don't whole foods isn't super convenient for me. And um, so I usually go to Kroger and Aldi. And um, so I've had a tough time finding purple. Potatoes. Sure. like i love the purple sweet potatoes both the ones that are purple on the outside and i also like the ones that are purple on the inside oh
0: I yeah it's those. like the uh the japanese
1: yes yes exactly yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah i do that i in general um yeah it's you know fruit i i try to encourage people in general you know if they want to go this way to just really get into fruit we had, there was, we had, we are so misinformed that fruit was this, you know, and fructose is a sugar. It's like, it's all scam. It's not, it's such powerful, yeah. powerful, powerful food, you know?
1: Yeah. And-, and you make such a good point about protein too. Like people are so concerned about protein and as a lot of really knowledgeable doctors say, you know, they say, if anything, we vegans should be bragging about how low in protein our diets are <laughs> right. because we humans. We're not, we're not meant to run on protein. You know, like, like no. you said, people have this conception that, Oh, we need, we need this massive influx of, of protein. And by protein, they generally mean animal flesh. Right. Um, right. They don't mean, you know, beans or greens or, you know, any of the other foods that have protein in them, but we don't think of them as protein foods. Um, Right. Yeah. You know, of course, it's the animal-based protein and the high levels of protein that are linked with all our chronic western diseases like cancer and heart disease. Oh, yeah. And diabetes. So so it's very funny. People are so concerned about protein, about getting enough protein. And really, based on the evidence, they should be concerned about getting too much protein because most people are. Like, in fact, you probably know this, but like never in human history have human beings consumed this much protein on a continual basis we're like a living experiment happening in real time
0: yeah and it's so industrialized you know yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah
0: you know like it's it blows my mind you know what i mean just like um there's a type of like seltzer water or whatever it's called like crocs like k r AUX or or C—I forget the name. But it's some. It's a kind of like water flavored water you can get the supermarket. And there was this article I remember it was on social media where they did tests and and the uh, it has like rat poison in it or something, <laughs> you know, something crazy like this. And still, you know, at, just like diet soda, right? It has aspartame in it, which basically just eats at your brain. And the correlation between people that drink. Um, diet sodas and have migraines and seizures is super equal it's such a it's a direct avenue if you're drinking tons of diet cokes the the probability of having seizures and migraines is but you tell them that and they're like ah whatever you know and that's the interesting part is we have i think you know and we're heading you know it's already the clock is now we've we've, we're on the hour now like 2024 is here this is going to be school is starting for humanity you know i mean consciousness is coming at a level where most of all these things are based on an ego level you know when people are eating or think they need they're okay eating meat or this or that like yeah i i get it if you lived up in alaska and there was no supermarkets 100 years ago you need to kill something to eat it for the, for a year but we don't have that problem anymore there's there's food everywhere available you know but the ego that everyone carries and and we've been raised to think that we're like superior to these animals and all this is such it's you know is is so like it's sad in a way you know that, that we've been trained that but you know um consciousness has exploded and what's coming next year is If anyone has done any research on YouTube or Google, every mystic, every channeler, every shaman is like, you know, from like Dolores Cannon, everyone is like, next year is going to be a heavy year. It's our consciousness is now at a point where we cannot operate on these systems. We cannot have, you know, put it lightly where we're at today from how we exploit people, animals, protein, everything is now going to is going to crumble starting now you know what i mean and it's it's you know like because it's all a lot of it's so ego based it's like oh sure, whatever like i'm greater than this animal i can just eat eat this you know it's really ego based and probably more based on the seasoning of the food i mean does does meat really taste good or is it just all the stuff you put on it you know what i mean you know so exactly you know, calm, yeah you know and but, so, what
1: are you doing to prepare for this, you know, cusp that we're on? Um, and are you worried? What, are you?
0: you no, know, no, why? no. I'm. Ex- I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I do what I always do, and and more and more is I'm really into um affirmations and staying in the moment, just repeating. You know like I think what we're we're getting to here is they're starting to find that the highest vibratory signature that we give off that you know is is in a state of love but it's really more of, of a state of passion and so what I do is like I'll go over to I uh, kind of I'm, I'm near Germantown so I'll kind of go over to the capital but you know the farmers market the big park over there And I'll do like three walk-arounds, probably about two and a half miles. And the whole time, all I do is just say, thank you, and I love you. And I'll do that for an hour. I'll let nothing else come into my thought pattern. I won't think of anyone, no name, no face, no song, no nothing. That's all I do is repeat something simple like that and start seeing what comes around around me and notice quickly something will trigger and then cut it off. So it's really about which I've done for many, many years, I've probably been doing this for like 20 years, is just being in the moment as much as possible and in a state of of no, uh, like, and it's funny because I had, you know, they say it's good to like ask your soul to say, hey, what do you want to say to me? You know, your higher power or your whatever it is. What do you want to say to me? Speak to me something. And it's interesting because, i had i remember about a week ago i said that and then I, I in my dream i feel like i woke up kind of early and i said that and i went back to sleep and in my dream it was wild there was like my car in my dream which was some fancy car and then there was this big old crazy truck and it was like i was like in a i think it was like i was getting like the oil changed in my car or something but then this crazy truck was rolling down and it, and it, and it it lost its its brakes, there was no one in it, but it slowly was rolling right towards my my vehicle. And right at the last minute, my vehicle raised up and it, and it missed it. And exactly what that says, and that's kind of what a lot of the uh, channelers and everyone says is like, we're okay, you're okay. Like as long as people know you're okay and that you're gonna be safe, and you're protected and there's a divine guidance around you and that was the message you know and even when it was happening I was I mean it's just a material thing but I wasn't like oh my god there's you know it's like ah okay yep you know like I didn't in my dream I didn't I didn't show a sense of fear I didn't show a sense of connection as well that's the thing like yeah I got a whole room of guitars here of course you know and but it's just material stuff they're lovely, but at the same time, it's it's knowing that everything's going to be okay no matter what and being being in a state of sane in the moment and being of service and being of of what your passion is and serving that. So I've always been doing these things. and I think ultimately, for the most part, being a freelance person my whole career, you kind of have to write on these things, <laughs> you know, have never really had a... a set check or a job or benefits my whole life so I've always have kind of rode on that you know which I think kind of in a mystic kind of way you know so yeah Yeah.
1: very Mm -hmm. interesting so have you ever followed you know a formal spiritual path or has it kind of just been self-guided and just following your intuition
0: it's been largely self-guided and intuition but at the same time um I've been way into uh uh Parmahansa Yogananda. Are you familiar with Yogananda?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. So his teachings I've always have been very connected with, and I, you know, um I worked with an incredible uh shaman in California, uh Native American shaman who was a super, super powerful uh vibrational person. And we did ceremonies once a month for about six years so that definitely uh very very powerful um he exited uh our existence about a year ago he was 78 um but yeah it's been a combination of things you know but he really he really like it's all the same thing it's like raising your vibration whatever can keep your frequency higher up and higher up and you know and if like you know i don't i don't actually also i think a very helpful thing is like i don't own a tv i'm not i'm not going to like watch news i'm not going to do these things and even if i did i've always have been like that you know even with uh you know being somewhere where you see things happening around you you know you have to remind yourself that you know, don't like, don't let these things affect you emotionally, have compassion, help people out, but don't let it, don't let it change your frequency. You know, I think that's really where we're heading, you know, and starting now into the next year, you know?
1: Yeah. It's very interesting because yeah, similarly, I got rid of my television in 2001 and haven't owned one since that time. And I really do think that so many of our, world's problems, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't even have come into existence if people had just turned off their TVs (laughs) or just not like, it's, it's, it's really interesting, but I've, yeah, I've, I've followed a similar strategy of just removing myself as much as possible from, from those spheres of influence, because, you know, we can, there are a lot of things we can't control, but we can, in many cases, control what we expose ourselves to. And so if I can help it, I'm not going to expose myself to those negative sources of energy that are, are going to affect me because we all like to think that we're smarter than advertising. You know, we won't be duped by the messages that we see or, you know, the propaganda we're exposed to, but the bottom line is we're just we're just human bodies and our minds are not infallible. So no matter how smart or conscious we think we are, if we're exposing ourselves to these influences, they're going to affect us. You know, there's no way to ourselves entirely. So, so my personal path has been to just remove, remove myself as much as possible from, from the ones that I don't think serve me. Um, So that's, that's always interesting when I, cross paths with other people who you know are doing the same thing because there are there aren't a ton of us in the grand scheme and yet i seem to intersect with them so i don't think yeah yeah. it's kind of
0: like you know it's we we you know the things might be presented to us but it's more our interpretation of what's being presented to us you know at any given time you know and you know, like there could be, um, you know, and it's interesting to think about how, and I think this lights with food too, is like, um, our skin, I've seen stories on this too, you know, like when people get excited or whatever, and they get goosebumps, right. Or something. And it's, our skin is actually addicted to emotions and our skin has taught our brain to pull up stronger emotions to serve itself this addiction and this is a this has been a study and that's why and, and, you know in our society like when people will be like like when they they want to tell a story about something not so good they get so into it you know i was in my car and this how you know and they're very animated or something at work or you know whenever it's drama they're so animated and they're getting this high from it and their skin and their body is but when it's like oh yeah oh yeah i got this new job promotion it's pretty cool but when it's positive stuff they don't have that same umph. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's interesting like you know we need to you know to flip things around and i think you know having there's like a you know like that lack of sensitivity for the up and up because we are most people are so they're they're so uh endorphined out from negativity and this and that you know on the large scale and i talked to a friend not too long ago i haven't talked to in about a year or so and um she's way into a lot of the stuff going on geopolitical in the world and you know it has labels for every type of this type of person, you know, what side that she's on of this and that. And, cause she was asking about moving here and she's like, well, what's it like there? And I said, well, here, you know, I find, in the music scene here, which I like is people are pretty neutral. You know, people are professional here. They're not just gonna throw in your lap their political views or this or that because, you know, and at the end of the day, my point is like, she's really, you know she's trying to do a lot of things and and save the world in her view but she has all these health problems she was talking about and it's hand in hand that's my point it's like you know where's your diet what what are you intaking in your body and if you're holding like resentment or even if people are doing something that's not cool but if it's if if it's driving this anger in you That's going to come through and, you know, in your health and your body, you know, and it was and it was just, you know, like I was like, whoa, you know, I, I didn't like want to be like Dr. Phil and start telling her all this stuff, you know, but, you know, um, sometimes people will uh, say something and I do this kind of in a way where they'll say something and I know what they're talking about. But I'll 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 say I'll be like well what what is that what are you talking about and what I do is I make them explain to me something and then they realize like well, yeah why am I talking about this <laughs> you know right you know right right and I think <laughs> I think a lot of that anger and political angst and this and that it's all it's all back to diet and fast food and people eating meat and and low and just all that toxicity you know all that toxicity it's coming out of them you know yeah it's so hand in hand you know you know i think it's not like some like oh elite is saying like oh i'm vegan and i see this but you know we do it's it's we're we are on a we are on a awareness level that is it's very clear you know what i mean um you know and and i just yeah i just i just hope everyone gets on the game <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah yeah. Have, what about the rest of your family? Like your parents, and I don't know if you have brothers and sisters, but do they share your perspective or are they still, you know, eating standard American diet?
0: Uh they're they're both my brother, and my sister, uh they're the ones remaining. They're they're still on the standard American yeah, diet. You know, most all my family is, you know. I is think I heard for of- you
1: to watch. Or are they no. doing okay you're just kind of used to it at this point i'm used
0: to it yeah it's not you know it's like i don't i don't i don't yeah i like you know even yogananda would joke around about that he would say like you know like just because like he would joke around like you know someone's like oh I, I need to eat my avocado today or i'm not gonna <laughs> right. you know, or my shoulder that's gonna hurt he would always you know be like he would always remind to be like, be on a consciousness level where you're not telling yourself these messages. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, mean, I have, you know, I got, you know, and I got close family, you know, in Kentucky, actually, um, that, you know, they, they, you know, they get like, you know, the, the green giant peas in a can and, you know, and they eat a lot of industrial processed food, but they're very healthy people. They're very strong because they're very happy and they have a connection with the earth and love They're, I think when you have a purpose and your passion in life kind of, kind of can default all that stuff into a different way. You know what I mean? They're not tripping, you know?
1: Right. Right.
0: I was looking up George Burns, the great George Burns. He lived to be hundred years old, you know, and you know, he smoked cigars almost till the day, you know, and, you know, he had martinis, he had bacon and eggs, you know, and, you know, there to be a hundred. So it's, you know, but, but then again, probably most, you know, the, not the first 90 years of his life, he was actually eating real food compared to today. A little different right. time.
1: Good point. You know, Good point. You yeah, know. Times have changed. So it's a little different, yeah. but it's
0: yeah. not, how about you? Do you find it to be daunting or hard or
1: being be around? You vegan, you mean, or, or what? Family
0: members that are like, you know eating McDonald's or whatever, you know.
1: I feel well, my family has I have a, my brother is vegan, so that's oh, really? awesome. Um and his girlfriend is as well. So we've got, you know, a solid vegan contingent oh. among, the, among the siblings, which is fantastic. And my parents have become more convinced of the health benefits, so they've shifted, you know, in that direction. They're certainly not yeah. there, but they're at least uh, cognizant of the issue. And, you know, they, they, <laughs> when they talk to me, they act like they're almost totally vegan, even though I don't think that's really the case, I think, but, but still they at least, you know, intellectually agree with the health components mm-hmm. of it. And, and my sister as well, my sister's is not a vegan, but, you know, she agrees, you know, she agrees with it, at least uh, in theory, even though she put it into practice. So, yeah, so I guess I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that regard. And then just in general, I mean, I find it the part that I find difficult and that's what prompted me to launch this podcast is that, you know, I'm definitely troubled by what's happening to non-human animals. You know, I, I, I hate to see that. I hate the fact that there's this whole parallel universe of suffering that is right. largely ignored by the vast, vast majority of people. Right. So, so I that bothers me tremendously. <laughs> and then I'm also deeply saddened by the unnecessary suffering that humans have because of their foodborne illnesses. You know, all yeah. of these yeah. diseases, the large majority of which could have been prevented or even reversed um, just by eating real whole plant foods, you know, fruits. Yeah all of that. So, so I'm saddened by it um, on a macro level, but for me personally, I don't find it hard because I just feel really lucky to have found this path. You know, I right. feel so lucky that I'm yeah. not, you know, facing those ups and downs of my of physical ailments and, and nor am I like, caught up in these little food rituals, like you were describing, you know, the the person who feels like, Oh, I have to have that avocado or the, you know, my whole well-being is going to fall apart. Like I also feel like I don't have that weird superstitions around wacky, holistic, you know, remedies or food practices or anything. So I'm, I'm just grateful that I've found this path and that I have a way of eating, that makes me feel safe and secure and confident in my body. And I just have a sense of empowerment and autonomy over my own health and well being that I recognize a lot of people don't have. People are so vulnerable when it comes to their health. They don't trust their judgment. They don't trust their bodies. They don't feel safe in their own bodies because they feel like any you know, virus or bacteria or just something, you know, cancer could swoop in and just, you know, take them all of a sudden. And don't get me wrong. I could be hit by a bus. You know, we live in, we live in human bodies that are going to exist only for a certain time. So like there is that reality, but on a daily basis, I, I, I'm not worried about my health. I'm not worried about my weight or about some crazy wacky thing going wrong in my body. And so I I feel yeah. very, very grateful for that. And, and when I'm around people who are eating animal foods or a lot of junky processed foods, it's, you know, it's distasteful for me. And I hate the obliviousness to what's happening to non-human animals but right. in most cases they're just serving as really strong negative powers of example. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just really glad, like, wow, I'm so glad. I'm I'm not in that place that I'm not doing yeah. that. So, so that same. was a very, very long winded
0: <laughs> answer, no,
1: but yeah, that's really? how I feel same. about it all. Yeah. Same, same here.
0: And, uh, um, yeah, I find if anything that, it's uh I don't I don't drink alcohol. I yeah, drank-
1: same here. Yeah.
0: yeah. And except, you know, I go out all the time and I find that like sometimes and I've had it with um, you know, like, you know, I'd make new friends or even I had uh you know, I've had real estate clients, people I put into, you know, buyer, you know, buyers I put into properties. And there's like this. Uh, I find that to be sometimes a little more like this roadblock in a way where they they don't trust you because you won't you won't go and have drinks with them, and they kind of we we've had this society where they they people in that in that culture sometimes. They they have a rating of how how good of a time you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
0: You such a good time. You know, it's all about how, you know, like how 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 partyer or this or you know. So sometimes that is interesting. I know other people that are like that too. Is like now you know, and I go out and i play playing bars. I'm in bars. And I'm check checking music. You know, but there's interesting how it's like this. Like, you know, um, you know, it, it'd be. It'd be nice if, you know, everyone, you know, like, and like, yeah, granted, there's something to be said, you know, if people enjoy having a couple beers, when you hear a band in that state of mind, it, it's euphoric, you know, but I find that to be sometimes, you know, like, you, uh, you, you know, you you go to interact, and you're like, oh, these people are getting drunk, like, like, it's, 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 it's counterfeit. It's like a counterfeit ecstasy.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot
0: of And a lot of these things are alcohol, eating, eating, you know, high processed meats and foods. It's all counterfeit ecstasy is what it is, you know, it's not a consciousness thing. And it's very, you know, but I, uh, you know, like made some friends here that were in town and we, and they're musicians that were in town during uh, the, uh, one of the country festivals we had here, Americana Fest that weekend, they were here and And we go out, it's like, oh, let's go to Broadway, let's go check out music. And they're just like boom, 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 boom. You know, I'm like, and and for me, it's the same thing, it's for health reasons, you know, it has nothing, to do with control or nothing. I just like my body don't like it, and you know, and I could sense they were like they they they're aware of it, you know. I mean, it's kind of like just like that, anything, like they're like they they were kind of uncomfortable because they felt like they couldn't be themselves, and and it makes everyone kind of feel weird. And sometimes it's the same thing when you know when you're kind of doing a vegan diet everyone's sitting there eating a big old steak burrito and they're kind of aware like i don't judge you want enjoy it i mean you know but there's still you know i mean there's still that weird counterfeit thing going on you know and not in judgment but it's just it's there you know what i mean it's, it's interesting yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm with you on the alcohol piece because that in some ways that's almost more socially you know frowned upon than the vegan thing because you Uh know people can deal with vegan but people don't want to drink alone and even though they wouldn't necessarily even know what's in my glass you know it doesn't intellectually make sense like oh they feel okay if they think it's beer in my glass then if it's water but the mock
0: the mocktail you know you have yeah mock yeah
1: it's very funny people and it's funny to how our ideas of fun seem to revolve around doing things that are harmful to our health like what's yeah what's that all about like why is that the case? yeah I, so I don't really I don't really have any answers but it yeah is, it is definitely clear to me that you know the majority of people, sadly are you know unhealthy and overweight and just don't feel good in their bodies and so that's it's it's crazy that that's the norm these days and so by the same token i do recognize that being healthy and being conscious does does mean just by definition being a bit of an outlier you know and right. and being an outlier is gonna have its disadvantages, you know, like you mentioned in the real estate world and in other business realms too. It's it's yeah, it's interesting because be it's like yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's like, you know, they're made some really good friends and great people. And then but their only mechanism of bonding is going out and getting drunk together. Yeah. You know, every area, every, everything else to them to them, everything else is superficial. Like, hey, let's go have coffee or let's just go listen to music or, you
1: Mm -hmm. know,
0: all those things to them is like, that's, there's no weight in that. (laughs) There's no density in that relationship. You know what I mean? Because there's there's a, there's a purity in it. Like, yeah, hey, if you want to have a glass of wine or, you know, you know, take a hit of weed, wherever you're cool, you know, if, if, but when it becomes, that's the only way that you can bond with people, you know, and you know, and that is, and there was a friend I saw on Facebook, and she doesn't drink, she's a musician, and she made, recently made a post about this, she's like, hey, do you want to invite me for a drink, or go out and see me, like, let's do it, but, you know, I don't drink, but I'm cool, like, let's still talk, let's, there's definitely, like, even this lack of communication, you know, that yeah, Is not, you know, it's interesting, but
1: yeah, um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, but do you? uh, I think another question or another topic is um, supplementation. Do you have any like protocol? Like, do you take B twelve or any certain vitamins or supplements? Or
1: I do take B twelve. Yeah, B twelve. That's that's the only one I'm steadfast about. Yeah, Yeah. I'm 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 highly skeptical of most other supplements you know i don't i'm of the view that nutrition and health aren't really complicated you know i think there's a big profit motive in making it seem like it's very right. really complicated and you need this special expert or this special combination of enzymes and supplementation um, to optimize your health and i'm I'm skeptical of that but um right yeah yeah uh, but i do take b12 just because you know some of the doctors have have made a convincing case that it makes sense to do that. So yeah, how about sure. how about you? What's your perspective uh, on supplements? Yeah,
0: I do. I do quite a few vitamin D three for sure.
1: Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. D Um, I do vitamin D three, especially for being a guitar player and for you know for staying away nights
1: from- and that kind of thing
0: working nights but also your nervous system and your carpal tunnel you know all those kind of things when you're sitting there going like this eight hours a day vitamin d3 is especially and and for um grown men it's it's crucial because vitamin d3 is kind of a uh it's an aggregator it makes all the food everything you eat it ushers it into the proper ways so and it it does d de- it, it it lowers inflammation. It does a lot of great things. And uh, even if I've had people who uh you know they feel they're getting some carpal or tendonitis because they've been playing so much, I like start doing ten thousand units of D three within two months. Everything's gone. D three. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah. And there are obviously vegan. D three supplements. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. is, that is something that, um, has been in my repertoire, I'm not currently, yeah. It, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's I one do. that yeah, I do. definitely have more openness to for sure.
0: Yeah, I do. And I try to do them all as, as whole things, but yeah, I do, uh, I do Dake. So I do D I do a, I do K I do E, <laughs> um, I do uh magnesium citrate, and B12, and lately I've been taking tarine, mm-hmm. taurine, T A U R I N. Yeah, I'm doing it because I uh, I have ringing in my right ear, which I've had for a long time. I've been I've been looking on different ways, t- tinnitus or tinnitus. But uh, I've I've done some research that's showing that that helps. So I'm, that's a new oh, thing. Interesting. I'm kind
1: of, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but definitely a nc Vitamin C. Uh-huh. so i do all those yeah and 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 i i like it i just it, it's 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 great i think you know as like even dr robert morris who definitely i think he wrote his name down look him up he's amazing and they talk about too like you know when you start your day and you go and you go into the bathroom you're gonna you're gonna do a number one if 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 your urine does not look like a beer and it's amber and dark, then your lymphatics aren't draining properly, you know? And and that's a great indication that you want everything to be flushing through you. And, and so sometimes um just eating, I like eating like I'll go through phases where I just eat tons of organic grapes. I think all the stuff, and we're already on a good track, but it's having your your lymphatic trails be flushing, because that's flushing the waste that your cellular waste, that your, your cells are making, you know, and that's the thing is if, you know, people go and use a restroom and their uh, urine is not a dark, dark, amber color for a thing that means their body's not actually flushing. It's holding all this, you know, the water's going through, but it's not moving stuff, you know, and Interesting,
1: because I've always learned that it's better if your urine is clear, more clear. Because otherwise it means you're dehydrated.
0: Well, later in the day that could be, but really you want the indication is that especially, you know, in the first the first of the day, is you want that you want that stuff to be look like a beer or cider. You want it to be interesting. You want cause that is all the stuff coming out of your body. It's not yeah. the vitamin, you know, and I'll take, you know, but um. There's a dear friend of mine in New Orleans, he, sax player I played with, Milton, um, he will be 76 years old here pretty soon, and he he's the one that really pushed me into vitamin D3, and he, he makes his own oils, he makes all his own tinctures, he cooks all his own food, uh, collard greens, everything he makes, you know. Uh when they make you know pies and and desserts with his wife, they're they're made from everything off the land because they have a place in Mississippi too. But nice. Milton, if you if you looked at Milton, if you looked at his face, you would think he's probably like mid sixties, you know. And he, he likes to drink, he likes to have some whiskey and stuff. But he said he goes to a doctor. He's 76 and he's real me too. I'm six three. This guy is big, big boy. Um he goes to a doctor and the doctor is like, so what are you taking for your heart? Nothing. What medication you, you know? And yeah. he, he takes he takes no medication. He's probably one of the very rare few people that's 76 years old, takes no medication. But he's very strict about vitamin D3. And if you, you know, maybe take K with it, um makes his own oils. Even me, I like to do like a half a shot of olive oil. I like drinking olive oil quite a bit. I also do oil pulling, where you swish the. Uh, I do oil. that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: but he, yeah. hes yeah. So he—he's—he's mm-hmm. he's a true like testimony of of living off the earth and being healthy, being of no fear, no prescription, no pills, none of this, and you know, and it's just he's so inspiring, and beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in, yeah, you know, and. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He might have some meat or whatever, but, but he, he knows this. And that, that is one thing that's kind of fun in New Orleans is people there, whatever their food is, they know, they want to ask where you got it. Who's it from? Where'd it come from? Even if, even if you were to have potato salad, they'd be like, where'd you get your potato salad? Who made the potato salad?
1: <laughs> Interesting. So they're, yeah. yeah. They're
0: very, they're very strict about their food down there. Even if it's what they're <laughs> eating, they want to know what who, who you get it from where was it made where was it you know the old school you know the old school people interesting there, you
1: know? interesting yeah but
0: but he really yeah. got me invited
1: and mm-hmm.
0: um but you know but for me like yeah i i enjoy doing them um but at the same time like there there's periods where like you know I I don't think I'd have to have them. Apple cider vinegar, yes, yes. That's that's <laughs> my go to. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's a non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, so interesting. So okay, well, just the last last couple of questions. Um, mm-hmm. first of all, how has being vegan affected how you view other humans? Um
0: it it has I think it's 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 shown in my how I view like but it's shown how how people drive in their cars, the aggressiveness of society, um the the lack of the, we're kind of in a lot like a lot of is in a state of denial. you know, people eat something they throw the, they throw the container out the car. you know there's a lot of that that I've, I've cor- it's more of like not how I view but I see the correlation mm. you know um sense. yeah and you know and it goes back to that just being like you know we're we're the king of the hill and we're the super you know this right. and that.
1: the human but, supremacy complex but, yeah
0: right yeah. um but like but I'm just so joyful like I have you know you know and, and here it is it's you know it's it's you know like 125 and you know I've I've you know I, I slept in some but I've yet to eat any food yet today
1: Wow. You know, I've had no, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: At all. And I'm, I'm, I'm burning hot. You know what I mean? I feel great. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Our bodies really are very strong and resilient and we need a lot less than often we think we do or we're told. Yeah. We we do. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, feeling it's compassion, but I think, you know, it's definitely like, you know, um, ultimately, yeah I just wish people for all the same reasons from from health risk to you know, like just just in general, like to be like what would it be like, you know, if you know just all of consciousness were to have a month of being, you know, and also I do it also because you know like when I play music, I want when I pick up a guitar and I play something, I you know, I don't want it to sound like I just had McDonald's for lunch. I want to, you know. There's a there's it's who we are as well, yeah. So
1: I love that. That's that's yeah. a great way to wrap things up. All right, Sean, final question is there a particular word that for you sums up what being vegan is all about? Happiness, <laughs> nice, nice, yeah.
0: It's just, yeah, just light, just like I'd say, I would say, probably even childlike. Mm you know, to be childlike, to be very light and happy. And, you know, and I get, I like, I get, I'm sure you do too, but I get, I get a rush off of food, you know, I'll go have some nice food and I'm like stimulated off of it. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we're at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's great. I relate a lot. All Mm -hmm. right. Well, Thank you so much for, you know, you. For joining us yeah. and sharing your story. Um, really yeah. fascinating. And yeah, you've really just been tied a lot of things together and given people a lot to think about, myself included. And I'm definitely yeah. gonna look into the the ACB. Yeah.
0: Oh yes, 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 yes. And Dr. Robert Morris, he's such okay. a good person. Okay. Yeah.
1: I will look oh. look into him as well. All right, okay. well, we conclude every episode by taking 30 seconds of silence for all of the suffering animals, human and non-human, who desire, as we all do, safety, happiness, and the freedom to live out their lives without interference. So, Sean, I invite you to join me in 30 seconds of silence for the animals, and we'll conclude with the sound of the bell. Thank you, Sean, and thank you, Posse. Right. See you next yeah. time. Until then, yeah. stay strong and stay true. All
0: right, stay in touch.
1: Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, bye bye.